And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. And not really a special year either. Canada is now 153 years old. Like, we'd made a pretty big deal when it was 150 years old, 2017, but this year, 153. All right, we're getting older. 10 provinces, three territories, 9.98 million square kilometers. Girl, you huge. Not to brag, but did you know that Canada is the second largest country on earth by total area? The fourth largest country by land area. It's crazy, right? A quick history lesson. Aboriginal people saw British and French lay claim to their lands in the start of the 16th century. The colony of Canada was first established by the French in 1535. Over the next 300 years, Great Britain gained and lost territories, as you would expect. By the late 18th century, it's what you know now, today, geographically speaking. The British North America Act was passed on July 1st, 1867, 153 years ago. The colonies of Canada, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia came together to form the Federal Dominion of Canada. Present day, if you're lucky enough to live in Canada, one of the best countries in the world, some say next to Switzerland and Japan. There was a quality of life survey done where they'd looked at stuff like human rights, the environment, gender equality, religious freedom, and we were number three. Happy Canada Day. I hope you get to spend it with some friends and family. This week, you'll hear from 12 Canadian guests over the last 365 days, and we'll highlight some of those interviews. And please, if you like what you're about to hear, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And tell your friends as well if they might be interested. Follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're always updating, sharing tons of podcasts and website news, cool videos we've shot and created. Word of mouth is a very big way of how we get this podcast out there. and We see it daily, so thank you very much. Coming up in just a few minutes in Stop Me If You've Heard This Before, ECCW wrestling star Scotty Mack talks about aliens and the Egyptian pyramids. Some interesting thoughts there. Of course, keeping it a Canadian guest this week. First, let's get into this Canada Day 2020 special edition podcast and highlights from a few of our Canadian musical guests over the last year, all of whom were brought to you by the Railway Stage and Beer Cafe, 579 Dunsmere, downtown Vancouver, really hoping we'll get the green light soon to fire up podcast shows there again. Although if I'm being honest with you, I don't expect that anytime soon. Todd Kearns had a big 2019. He toured the world with Slash, was on the Kiss Cruise for the Decades at Sea, part of Bruce Kulick's band. Todd received a star on BC's Walk of Fame, made an appearance in the indie film The Whiskey Man and the Rider. He's launched his own clothing line called Damn It Wear Anti-Star Designs. He played a podcast show. He said that being in Slash's band, there's just this constant state of creativity. I will say that for Slash, you know, it's, it's a lesson to be learned that a guy who really has nothing to prove at all, I mean, he, he could pretty much just show up, put a top hat on, and everybody will, you know, be happy as, you know, it, with minimal effort, you know. But uh, he is constantly, you know, pushing himself to grow and, and create. And uh, so we're always kind of coming up with new stuff, which is a, a fascinating thing, because Miles has, a you know, a, a, an Ultimate record coming out right away, and Right. And, um, you know, but it never really stopped. It's, it's a fascinating thing to witness. Like I said, back in 2010 when I started doing this, I thought, 
I wasn't sure if we were just going to do like some, you know, we just get together, play some shows, and then we'd all go our separate ways. But you know, then 2012 was Black Olympic Love, 2014 is uh, World on Fire, and then you know, last year we put out um, Living the Dream. So it's you know, it just it kind of keeps flaring up, you know. And I think it's the fun thing about this thing is it's it's kind of a band, but it's kind of a project. So it's kind of like we, nobody in the thing wants to do it. You know, we're not doing it. You know. Uh, for any other reason other than the fact that we just really enjoy playing together and we really enjoy each other's company. And I think that we're a pretty damn good band, if I, if I do say so myself. You've heard Big Wreck on Canadian rock stations since 1994. Even when they broke up in 2002, they reformed in 2010, stations still played them. Last year in June, their guitarist Brian Doherty died of cancer. It's a crushing blow for the band. A few months later, they released their album, But For The Sun. And around that time, their singer Ian Thornley was a guest, and he shared some of his earliest musical memories involving Supertramp and Bruce Springsteen. My parents played records constantly. Um, if my mom was, was usually playing Supertramp, right. um, and my dad was usually playing Bruce Springsteen. So that, that, that would, you know, and then there was... Uh, a ton of Coburn and, and, you know, sort of folkier things of when I was coming up. Um, but yeah, I would have to be those two, you know, those two stood out. Nickelback singer Chad Kruger invited us over to his home studio to record something for the podcast. This is midpoint of 2019. I've known the guys since the mid nineties. In fact, they were my first interview ever. It was back in 1996 for a BCIT radio arts project that I was doing. They've sold over 50 million albums worldwide. And for dark horse, I did the world album premiere interviewing Chad in studio at Sea Fox in Vancouver. His dad was there hanging out as well. Uh, Chad is hands down one of the most successful songwriters of our generation. And he talked about how it came to be that he and Devin Townsend got to hanging out. Oh, we've, uh, he's come out to the, uh, to the house a couple times. We, uh, how did this go? He commented on the guitar riff of Feed the Machine and said, hey, I really like this new Nickelback riff or something like that. And the crazy thing was, out of the blue, absolutely out of nowhere, the day before he did that, I watched him doing a guitar clinic um, in a in a guitar store somewhere. I don't know where it was. And, you know, there's all these uh, shredders sitting around wanting, like, <laughs> just wanting him to, like, you know, arpeggio sweeping and, you know, tapping on all six strings at the same time kind of thing. And, uh, he didn't really do that. He spoke a lot about his headspace and where he was and the way he used to think and the way he thinks now. And it was far more interesting than watching someone go watch how fast I can play. Um, and it was endearing. Like I just immediately had a connection with him and I, I wanted, I was like, I, I'd really like to get to know this guy. Mm-hmm. The next day he said something on social media about how he liked the, you know, that riff and, and, uh, like, there's my invite right there. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. I was like, you know, let's, uh, and the funny thing was, and we both laugh about this now, he said, 
uh, well, I heard you didn't like my band and, and that you were talking shit back in the day. And I was like, well, that's not true. And I said, I actually heard that you didn't like my band and you were talking shit back in the day. And he's like, well, that's true. <laughs> he's like, well, yeah, because I thought I wasn't supposed to like Nickelback. You know, I, you know, I was like, like everyone else gets this thing. It's like, oh, you know, there's this, this radio band and blah, blah, blah. And, and um, anyway, so I just, I got his phone number from Scott Cook, um, our engineer, because Scott's worked on tons of uh, Devin's records. And uh, I texted him, just said, hey, this is Chad. I just want to let you know, I think that's really cool, you know, what you said, and on and on and on. And the next text that he sent me was, it looked like a, a 10-page email, and he just spilled his guts on all these things in one text. And he was like, I got to let you know, um, you know, I feel bad for anything I may have said back in the day. Um, and he shouldn't have said it because I didn't hear anything, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but he was so nice and so genuine. And he's such a wonderful human. He's such a nice guy. Um, he really is. It must be insanely therapeutic for him to get up on stage and scream and belt the way that he does and get all of that out of him because there isn't one ounce of that. Uh, anger or aggression that ac actually lives inside of him. He's the most wonderful human being yeah. ever. You'll know Chantelle Kreviasek's music since the mid-90s. Her debut, Under These Rocks and Stones, came out in 96, and she's seen success along the entire timeline. Singles, albums sold, chart placement. To this day, Chantelle remains one of the best-selling Canadian artists in Canada. And when she was a guest, we talked about aliens visiting Earth, and what she had to say is a massive rabbit hole. Lately, I believe this is a simulation from everything I read. I've kind mm. of, my, brain, my brain is like flipped on its end that this is a simulation. So if it's a simulation, that means anything's possible because someone's just like writing the story. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so it's like, Interesting. Cause I don't know. I've lately been thinking say. that as well. Cause you, I started, you know, yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking it. We're, we're really just get like into figuring it, it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And a lot of people think but, you're but, completely you know, crazy when you bring that up. About the, yeah, it's like the other thing about the simulation is that you notice how that word creator has become such an, in, like a big part of culture. Like, so we always had the creator in religion, right? We had a God. Right. And now we have creators who make all the various like apps and softwares that are called creators. And we're creative beings. But I don't know. I kind of think that like my head is kind of saying, what's the difference if it was a God or it was a, a creator of the simulation? And the creator. The creator could be somebody who is a fifth grade student somewhere <laughs> and was doing an experiment and right. like, you know, what feels like a billion years for us is really 15 minutes burden of her presentation right now. I mean, who knows? Like, but, but, but at the end of it all, when my head starts to explode, I just think <laughs> to myself, you know what? It doesn't really matter. Right. All we have, we haven't got that kind of control. All we have is control over here and now. And I really believe no matter what your philosophy, your religion, your outlook is, the healthiest you, the best you, is in the moment, is in the present moment in time, and isn't doing forward thinking, and isn't, isn't living in the past. 
and isn't trying to control things that are out of your control. So <laughs> if it's a simulation and it's a fifth grader, I hope she does well in her report. And uh, she's absolutely crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Music, sports, entertainment, lifestyle. You're listening to the Toddcast Podcast. If you've heard this before on the Toddcast podcast. 
If you're a fan of wrestling, of the sport, you'll likely know ECCW, Elite Canadian Championship Wrestling. They promoted their first show back in May of 1996, almost 25 years ago. Now, they're Canada's largest wrestling promotion. Watch the documentary This Wrestling Life, and you'll get up to speed about ECCW. And when their owner and all-around badass Scotty Mack, who is one of their most decorated wrestlers, he was a guest, we talked about binge-watching Lunatics, how he once auditioned to be on Big Brother Canada. He talked about seeing No Doubt and Weezer together as his first concert. He shared his thoughts on legalized marijuana and told a story about being in a tag team wrestling match with Brutus the Barber Beefcake taking on the WWE's Sing Brothers. He talked about BoJack Horseman, Microdosing, Hulk Hogan, and Stop Me, if you've heard this before, Scotty Mack talked about aliens visiting Earth and who built the Egyptian pyramids? I think that it's hard to believe that in the universe as big as this is, uh, that there isn't something else that we can call life out there. Um, Gotta be something. Yeah. yeah. But whether they're like, you know, got some big oval head and giant eyes and are green from, you know, like... Right, maybe they look down, like us. Yeah, or maybe they're like some big mass like what was the invasion of the body snatchers or something was like a big blob or like right. maybe it's some maybe it's just a vapor yeah or maybe it's a va- yeah whatever like, like, yeah it doesn't like, have to be human form exactly and so they're like and maybe it's so sophisticated that it it's dealing with things that we couldn't even comprehend right um right uh i don't probably bang on yeah it, but like and then you never know like when they there's those shows like about the pyramids and stuff where like they've like measured it and like everything is like to not exact only, degrees yeah, and yeah like we're like lasers like 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 yeah like exact degrees where it just they they had nothing at that time that could have measured things and made things to that accuracy that right. makes you think okay, let alone what? the weight yeah of each stone yeah to so, build and yeah. So what was happening at that point that allowed them to do these I know, right? things? So there's got to be things that are happening or were happening that we'll never know about. Right. Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast.
Dead Quiet, and that's a new song for them called The Sign of a Sealed Fate. You'll find that one on their forthcoming album called Truth and Ruin. They're putting it out in September. I've heard it as if they are not one of the best bands, any genre, in not only Vancouver, Western Canada, I'm going to say it, one of the best Canadian rock bands present day. Killer band, a great group of guys as well. Excited to see them release this new album. I played you a new song for Best Night Ever, speaking of best bands in the city. Their song was called Better. Love that band. Do yourself a favor. Dig into Best Night Ever's back catalog. Coming up in just a few minutes, in about 10 minutes, in Listen to This, Our Lady Peace singer Rain Maida shares some career highlights involving the Ramones and Robert Plant. That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley. Service, repair, ICBC accredited. Check, check, check. You can find them online at Tedco RV Supplies, Inc., Com. First, let's get back to this Canada Day 2020 special edition podcast, say that five times fast, and some highlights from some of our sporting guests over the last 365 days. Rally UHC cycling pro racer Sarah Bergen is from Vancouver, one of Canada's best racers. She rode in the women's road race at the 2016 UCI Road World Championships. She's had a couple top 15 finishes. She finished second at the 2016 Delta Road Race. And when Sarah was a guest, she shared a near-death experience story about downhill racing. The cycling one, like... During the time, I was actually very calm, but in hindsight, I'm like, wow, things could have gone sideways real quick. So I was doing the time trial, which for those of you who don't know, it's like an individual effort against the clock. And it's kind of the epitome of the derpy cyclist. So you have like the long pointy helmet, you're kind of doing the super tuck on your bike, and you're just like hammering, you're racing across the clock. And the effort I was doing was out in New Mexico, and it was an out and back. So you go out, you literally turn around a code and you come back. And it takes about 40 minutes. And the way back is like a screaming, like uh, a six-kilometer downhill highway grade. So think of like descending Cypress. Like okay. Okay. Cypress is about 10K, so like three-quarters that. At that grade, you can get going real fast, like really bloody fast. So you're probably going like 80-plus kilometers an hour. Easy. Easy, yeah. And you're on, on your talks, you're, you're, you're going, and it's at the end of this really, really long effort. So you're pretty much, well, I was like seeing stars pretty much. You're like, okay, I have six K to go. I'm pedaling four down this hill. You're trying to like keep your head down because you're trying to stay like as aerodynamic as possible. Yeah. And, <laughs> okay, so I hit a giant cone. <laughs> oh, this is like awesome. a giant human-sized cone. Like think, you know those construction cones that are kind of like a yeah. barrel that people could like sit in? I hit one of those oh, going like shit. 85k an hour and wow. like it's like situationally the comedy is like not lost like yeah. I like fucked myself up pretty good but yeah. I'm okay and I recovered from it but 
in, a, in my sport, like, I, I have a follow car, so my mechanic <laughs> and my, my boss are in this follow car, like, following me down this hill, like, last, like, 2K of the race, and they're, like, they see me, like, like, like clip the side of it, and they're, like, holy shit, like, literally hit the ground and bounce so high, they said, they're, like, yeah, you, like, could have landed, like, on the hood of the car, so I, I hit the ground, like, I, like, roll, I kind of get up, and I'm just kind of like, my, my manager runs out, and he's kind of like looking at me, and I've like pretty much torn off, like, like it's a situation. Like, everything where there was skin is now not so much skin. Like, half my, like, of my shorts are gone, like, blood everywhere, and I'm like, Zach, I'm just my manager, and he's like, yeah, and I'm like, I need my spare bike, man, and he's like, what? Yeah. You <laughs> I was are like, in Dude. shock at this point. I'm like, I'm like two kilometers from the finish of this. I'm like, I don't think I'm not fucked up. I'm like, I can get on this bike and I can roll down the hill. I was having a really good go until then. And I can finish this race. And that was like all it was in my mind. And I was pretty pissed off because I just rode into a cone. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to finish this race. So yeah, like hitting like hitting the deck at like 80K an hour. Like in yeah, hindsight, I like I could have hit the deck straight on my head. Totally. And that would have, but like. I don't know, like, knock on wood, like, I, when I was a child, I did a lot of gymnastics and, like, running around and jumping and falling, so I just rolled, and I rolled, and I broke my collarbone, like, real good. Denver Broncos defensive tackle Christian Covington was born in Vancouver. Football's always been in his life. His dad, Grover Covington, had an incredible career in the CFL, is a member of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. No surprise, Christian was a beast in high school. He was the same at the collegiate level. He was drafted by the Houston Texans in 2015, sixth round, 216th overall, played for them for four years. Then he signed with the Dallas Cowboys, was with them for about a year, then was traded to the Broncos, where he remains to this day. Impressive stuff from a local athlete. Check out Christian talking about playing Monday night football and sacking the legendary Tom Brady. I think two, yeah, two years ago, um, you know, I went, I, I sacked Tom Brady. I might have been another big one. Yeah. And what's uh, that? What's, you know, a, what's that I like? Look, like when you're taking a guy like that down? Well, I mean, it's, it's surreal just because, like, I literally, I literally grew up watching him. Like <laughs> that's like this. That's like the one aspect of it. And then, like, I mean, like that's like that's another crazy aspect. It's like, man, how long has his brother been playing in this league? No shit. Like, I was literally a kid watching like you, you play. Were, now I'm playing. Now I'm playing against you. Like this is insane. Just a warrior. Yeah, he is. He's like the epitome of like epitome of a warrior on that field. Much respect to. I mean, shoot, he's. I think he's. I think he's earned the title of the goat. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's the. I think he's the greatest of all time. So yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah, That goes without saying. Canadian Olympic snowboarder Mercedes Nichols started tearing up the world scene when she debuted at the World Cup in December 1999 in Whistler. She was competing in the halfpipe and the snowboard cross. In 2002, a few years later, you saw her win bronze at the World Cup. In total, she won eight World Cup medals, is a five-time Canadian national champion. She competed at the 2006, 2010, 2014 Winter Olympics. In 2018, she was was named to Canada's Olympic team for the fourth time. Present day, she recently started up a podcast called Dropping In, which you should check out, and she's helping out with Youth Olympics as well. My goal is to have it ready in for March. Oh, rad. Oh, soon. I know. 
I know it's been a while, but I've been uh, working a, a real job yeah. and uh, got to put some time aside to it. I'm also heading um, to Switzerland in January to work with Team Canada um, at the Youth Olympics. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm going to be on the other side of the game. Oh, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'll be working with the uh, sliders, so that's okay. bobsled, um, skeleton, and luge. Like the Toddcast, Full Press NHL editor and the SESH podcast host, Chris Mancuso is part of the Dean Blundell Network. Mancuso is a firecracker. Lively and energetic, you need to follow him on social media for his videos alone. What a beauty. And when Chris was a guest, he said that before COVID-19, he thought that the Toronto Raptors had a chance to repeat as champs. I think the Raptors absolutely could have come out of the Eastern Conference. I don't know if the Milwaukee Bucks uh, have the toughness to get through them in the playoffs when you're talking guys like Ibaka and Gasol defending and uh, all the other pieces that they have. And what a great coach uh, in Nick Nurse. I'm not like the biggest NBA guy, but I'm aware enough of all sports. And uh, what a difference since, uh, you know, when I liked... uh, what was his name, Dwayne Casey? I thought he was a good enough coach, but just the difference that Nick Nurse seemed to have made, and I think that year of Kawhi Leonard really rubbed off on a lot of the young guys, and they seemed to still have that battle mode mentality like he had all the time. So, yeah, I think they could have at least went and played a team like the Lakers or somebody in the finals 100%. The Toddcast Podcast at Facebook.com slash Podcast.
And now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. If you've listened to any Canadian rock radio station since 1994, you've likely heard Our Lady Peace from time to time. When Much Music started playing their video for Hope, the rest of the world took notice. Then it was Super Satellite, then Starseed, and just like that, Our Lady Peace became a household name. They've sold millions worldwide. They've won four Juno Awards, 10 Much Music Video Awards. You could argue that they're one of the most successful Canadian rock bands of the 90s and 2000s. And when their singer, Rain Maida, called up to be a guest, we talked about the Raptors' NBA championship win. He's a big fan. How his band played Woodstock 99, Aliens and UFOs came up. We talked about binging Chernobyl and The Punisher. Legalized marijuana came up. We talked about Pearl Jam, Springsteen, Elvis, U2. He gave his opinion on the Motley Crue movie and the fact that Faith No More and Mike Patton have directly influenced him. And Rain shared a couple career highlights involving the Ramones and Led Zeppelin's Robert Plant. Listen to this. The opening for the Ramones in Jersey was pretty was pretty high up there. Wow. Yeah, back like on the beat, like in whatever ninety five. It was awesome. You know, I just actually yeah, was- had CJ Ramon as a guest maybe a couple of weeks back. Did you did you really? That's I did. So yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, just being able to kind of I don't know, just be amongst that. You know, I, I it's like one of those one of those moments. And then Robert Plant asking me about like the lyrics for Navid. Like just saying, Hey man, we we're on tour with him and he just came up to me and said, I just wanna let you know how much I really appreciate you know, the lyrics on that album and I'd love to sit down and talk to you about him one day. I was like, Okay. Did wow. that really just happen then or is that like an imposter? Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Find them online at TedcoRVSuppliesInc.com. The Toddcast Podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world online at MilanoCoffee.ca.
That band is Bobby's Kane, and a new song for those guys called Working Hard. They've played a show or two for the podcast. Good live band. Hopefully we'll be able to get them playing something and maybe another show in the near future when things go back to normal, air quotes. Played you a new song for The Selfish Herd. It's called Got Me Wrong, originally from Vancouver, although their singer now lives in Toronto, but we'll still own them. A really good band. All right, let's get to our final guests of episode 224, Canada Day 2020 Special Edition Podcast. Highlights from a handful of our entertainment guests over the last year. As mentioned earlier on in the podcast, we, the Toddcast, are part of the Dean Blundell Podcast Network. I've known Dean since maybe 2003, 4-ish. We met in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, Both of our radio shows were flown there to do our shows for a few days at the Jameson Whiskey Distillery. Tell me that wasn't insane. At the time, he was doing mornings. He was the morning guy for the Edge 102 in Toronto. Uh, I think there was close to 80 radio stations flown in. Certainly a highlight from my time as an on-air personality. Like me, Dean has made the transition from longtime on-air radio host to a podcaster and content creator. And we talked about that transition incredible you know it took me a while because i was, I was a little mentally beat up I, I you know they part of that whole thing was uh a tail slide for me just mentally where i wasn't aware of my confidence i didn't know where i was mm-hmm. you know because i'm sure you felt like this or maybe you didn't maybe you're smarter and better and more well put together than me <laughs> very good chance that's true but um yeah i suffered from ptsd i didn't know i, I had that going on for a good year year and a half i wow. Uh, depression, uh, first episodes through depression and uh, anxiety disorder. I was diagnosed with that. Didn't know I had that going on uh, for about a year, year and a half. Even when I was at the fan, you know, and so you kind of trudge through it. The way I dealt with it was drinking, <clears throat> you know, and so as we all know, uh, that's not a way to deal with things. <laughs> like, you know, you know as, as great a medicine as that is, it's just, uh, it stops working when you use it too much. It's not medicine, it's fucking poison. So, you know, I had to get help. I had to go and figure out what was wrong with me. I had to quit drinking. I had to go uh, see a psychiatrist. I had to hunt down the help for my mental wellness. And that put me in a position to be able to do DeanBlundell.com and, you know, bring like-minded people together, people like yourself uh, and your podcast, the Toddcast Podcast, which is fucking awesome, by the way. Thank you. Um, and, 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 and it showed me, I, re- I think, really, that, you know, anybody is capable of anything and that, you know, where you are in your head, if you can fix it, you know, if you can really look for solutions as to what's wrong and where you're at and how do you fix yourself. And that came with a bunch of fun stuff, too. It came with cannabis therapy, which I'm happy to say we're now in the business of at DeanBlundell.com. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's been terrific. I wouldn't have it any other way. Plus, no one, no one has to, you know, radio has that ability. No one has to tell me that I'm a terrible human being, you know, every time I go on the radio. You know what I mean? Radio host Danae Johnson recently started up a new podcast you should check out as well. It's called the Hello Well Podcast. You can catch her on Virgin Radio as well if you're ever in the Okanagan in Kelowna. She was a longtime Vancouver DJ but decided to move back to the Okanagan to be a bit closer to family and really can't blame her for that. And if you're thinking of getting into radio as a career, she shared some advice that you'd want to listen to. Oh, damn, really? (laughs) All right. I don't know if I want to give that advice. Uh-huh. I mean, oof. what advice would I give? Um, I would say, I mean, if it's something that you really love, 
<clears throat> and that you're really passionate about, absolutely. Um, pursue whatever it is that you're truly passionate about, what you truly feel you're meant to be doing with your time on this planet. Yes. Um, I would use it as a way of, you know, getting experience, making connections, and at the same time, I think I would also be working on some sort of online component, whether it is a podcast or a YouTube channel, um, because that's the reality of where a huge, huge portion of the world is now and how people are taking in media is through podcasting. Um, so I think you can do both, and both of them are going to get you different, a different audience. So mm-hmm. just you know, do both of them and get all the people listening and watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also have a thick skin. Yeah, yeah. Indie Week Toronto founder Daryl Hers has been doing event production for over 20 years. It's probably closer to 25. If you checked out Earth Hour, do you remember that? Well, that was his handiwork. Five time zones in over 140 venues with over, I think it was like 140, 150 bands. He created and launched Indie Week Toronto. He's part of Riff, Real Indie Film Fest. He has a hand in the IBF, which is the Indie Beer Fest. Nice one. He's an owner of Indie 101, which is music, tech, and film. Oh, and he's the director of Marketing Development Canada for CD Baby. No rest for the wicked. And when Daryl was a guest, he talked about seeing Foo Fighters' first concert in Canada. I saw the first ever Foo Fighters show in Canada. Wow. It was in Vancouver. Mm, where was that? At the, was it Ballroom? The Commodore Ballroom, yeah. Commodore, yeah. And it was with, uh, oh, Hovercraft, which was uh, Eddie, Eddie wife. Vedder's wife. And Eddie sometimes played in the band. Was he playing in that show? Well, everybody was anticipating, but he didn't show up. Uh-huh. Uh, and they were all opening for uh, Mike Watt. That's right. And, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What so a I show. Saw that. And then, real funny, I, like with Foo Fighters, I moved, when I moved to Toronto, I actually won uh, a concert package with them. Like, I won a drum kit and all this stuff. So I got to see them in Toronto. But then they did a club show at the Horseshoe. And uh, wow. I was teaching down the street from it. And. I literally kind of finished teaching and it's around five o'clock, four thirty, and I was like, I bet they're sound checking right now. Mm-hmm. And I know security doesn't start until seven PM. So I literally walked in the horseshoe, went straight to the back and sat down and watched Foo Fighters sound check and no one else was in the room. <laughs> and it was nice. it was the first show in Canada with uh, Chris Shiflett on, on guitar. Like they were doing these club shows just to try to break them in. Right. And so uh I got to watch, and it's funny, they'd start a song, and then Dave Grohl would go, stop, stop, stop. And he'd, he'd go over to Chris and go, no, it goes like this, and he'd play him the part. And then uh, they'd start another song, and he goes, no, no, stop, stop. And he'd go over to Chris's guitar <laughs> pedals and dial them around a bit, and he goes, no, it's got to sound like that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, right? Like, yeah. how cool is that? And you'll know actor Ryan Robbins from most recently playing Fred Andrews in Riverdale, but you've seen him in a lot of stuff. Stargate Atlantis, Sanctuary, Battlestar Galactica, Pure, X-Files, Van Helsing, Arrow. He's from BC, born in Victoria, good Canadian kid, lives up in Squamish. We've known each other for a while, I think the early 2000s. 
And when Ryan was a guest, we talked about comic books here, specifically the Watchmen and the magic that is Alan Moore's writing. That, that, that won real mature literary awards. Like it won, it won, it won the bigs, you know, like a, like a novel. Um, I, so a funny story, I was shooting this movie, uh, that I don't think anybody saw called Passengers, not the recent one. It was an older one with Anne Hathaway and Patrick Wilson and Diane Weist and, and the, the David Morrison was an incredible cast. Hmm. And I was shooting this movie and, um, I knew they were looking at doing the new Watchmen movie. And, uh, this was back when like Keanu Reeves was attached to be Dr. Manhattan and stuff. And all of a sudden Patrick uh-huh. Wilson shows up on set. He's got this, the Watchmen graphic novel. Now the way, what are you doing? What are you doing with that? And he's like, Oh man, he pulled me aside and he sort of told me they were looking at him for night owl. And I was awesome. like, I know everything about this book. I know everything. Let me. And so we talked and talked and talked. Then they start shooting it. And I, um, uh, had got to know Zack Snyder a little bit. I was going to be in the thing. It was a whole crazy... I get this call uh, to go to the table read um, because Billy Crudup couldn't make it. So would you come in and just fill in and be Dr. Manhattan just, and you know play the role yeah. with the entire cast and all the producers and Zack? And it was... I thought, well, this is my chance. And it was the, it was amazing. And I looked across the table and Jack Euro Haley, full character as Rorschach at the table read. And I was like, Oh, this guy is perfect. It was, it was so cool, man. Like it just to look, see like Patrick get that call at the very beginning. And then I don't know if he had something to do with me being at the table read. And then I got cast in it. And then I had a scheduling conflict and couldn't do it. And I was like, Oh, oh. Man. <laughs> oh man. The Toddcast podcast, follow on Instagram and Twitter at Toddcast podcast. Is there only this moment? Cause I can't breathe Lord help me find The words to speak I feel there's a bad omen That cuts so deep Why do I hide The pain that's killing me Shovel, who bring the priest to help bury our troubles away with our beliefs? Will they stay for the ceremony or break us from this prison? Oh my, our hearts bleed. So I send this transmission. With blinded faith I hope my words Are not in vain Now I lead the procession To watch the rain Flood the world Of all our mistakes Who bring the shovel To help bury our troubles away with our beliefs Will 
this day for the ceremony Or break us from this prison Oh my, our hearts bleed Oh my, our hearts they bleed Crying I don't know how to shake this disease I'm praying down on my knees But I don't believe Oh my, our hearts they bleed Who bring the priest to help bury our troubles away with our beliefs? Will they stay for the ceremony or break us from this prison? Oh my, our hearts bleed. Oh my, our hearts. They bleed, oh my, our hearts bleed, oh my, our hearts, they bleed. They are Wild Dove, and a new song for them called All Hearts Bleed. And if you're saying to yourself, why do I recognize that voice? It's because it's Devin from Echo, Nebraska. That's his new project. We had them scheduled to play a podcast show, but COVID-19 had other plans. And once we get the green light to reschedule shows, expect Wild Dove to be one of the first bands that we'll put on. And I think that's going to do it for this episode 224, this Canada Day 2020 special edition podcast. And thanks to all of our guests, we had 12 this week pulling from their interviews to create this week's podcast. And I really hope you liked it. My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends about what we're doing. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, through toddhancock.ca, through deanblundell.com, through the Blundell Podcast Network. Comment and rate the podcast. All that stuff helps out. Search it out with a simple search of Toddcast podcast. Huge thanks to all of our sponsors. You can find links to all sponsor websites on toddhancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast right now, you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. There's contact info at the homepage. And because of COVID-19, there are actually sponsorship opportunities right now. This is literally the last few months. This is the first time in about three years that we've had any opportunities. Maybe we'll talk and have a coffee slash beer soon. Till next time, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark toddhancock.ca. 